Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Here's a cool fact. A crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Another cool fact, you can get short-term health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans are designed for people who are between jobs, coming off their parents' plan, or turning a side hustle into a full-time gig. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. Get more cool facts about United Healthcare short-term plans at uh1.com. Hello, what is good? Welcome, welcome, wagwan, wagwan, kedu, kedu, hola, in all the languages. Um, welcome to another episode of Get the Belt podcast, that black ass podcast, that mixed race podcast, that English podcast, that British podcast, that LGBTQ element of P podcast, that sucker dick, we ain't swallowing no, no cheerings though, podcast, that podcast that just does bits, bobs and all the things that you like, it, it, apparently it makes you laugh, sometimes it might even teach you something new, mm-hmm. and it would like you, and we know, you know, we just do, we just do nice things, we just love doing nice things on this show, and I am the host Miles, wherever you are in the world, hello. I hope you're doing good. Whether you're listening from around the corner, somewhere in London, in in in, in you know England, London. Whether you're one of our listeners in America, you know we love you. And then sometimes I get little wild ones just around the globe, you know, in 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 Australia, and sometimes in Jap- Japan. I don't. That's great. I'm so glad that you're here. Um, I hope you're having a great day. Um. I'm tired today. I can't even lie you. Today I'm tired. I, I'm tired. Uh, but I'm feeling mentally good. Mentally sound. Mentally sound. Uh, let's get straight uh, into the show. Uh, let's not waste any of your time and waste any of my time. And let's kick off the show straight away with Word of the Week. But before, before, before we go into Word of the Week, I want to ask you, why are you listening to this? Are you taking a little screenshot and sharing it to your stories? Because the only way a motherfucker makes money in this bitch, because you know I'm a musical theatre performer, okay? You know I was in the West End. The West End is closed. It's closes. The doors are shut, bitch. They're shut. So if you want to help a little brown skin boy earn a little piece of money, please, I beg, just do a quick share to the stories. Do a little Twitter. Tell your brethren to listen in and support support the podcast. Okay, you can even go to paypal.com forward slash get the belt pod and send us some monies if you like to keep this show running, keep it free and keep me out of prison. <laughs> Even though I maybe wouldn't mind going right now. Because you know my love life's been shit. <laughs> Might go, <laughs> go and drop my molten brine whilst I'm there too. <laughs> oh my goodness. Right, no. Let's get into it with Word of the Week. If you don't know, Word of the Week is a segment of the show where, you know, 
I either share a, a literal word or a phrase or something uh, to help us all learn as a collective. Uh, it can be something that I've learned myself in my personal life, which I then want to share with you. Or it could be something that, you know, I was just inspired by and thought, you know what, this is something that I want us to focus on this week. So, yeah, here is this week's word of the week. So my word of the week this week is stop lying to yourself. Okay, say it again. Stop lying to yourself. Now, I'm saying this for many, many, many different reasons. Um, one of them could be, I don't know why, like, I don't know. I've been going through a few changes um, in the past week or so. And I've been looking at myself, looking at my life. I don't know about you guys, but this pandemic really has me. And many people around me, like, questioning, you know, their passions, things that they want in life. You know, I've got friends that are out here changing up their whole careers. I've got friends um, out here leaving their partners, uh, just just doing things. Some of them have stopped eat, eating meat. Some of like, we're just... People are in a real stage of contemplation where they are realizing things that they want and things that they thought that they wanted. Um, and also uh, on, on a more superficial level, which I feel like can can have a deeper effect on us, our psyches, our value of ourselves, is also the way we look. Like you can look in the mirror and be like, mm, I don't like this. I don't like that. Uh, I want to get to that. And, and I'm one for saying it since the pandemic started, you know, that, oh, you know, I've put on this COVID weight, this COVID weight. Jesus, oh my God, I'm way bigger than I was. And you know what is, is the truth? Like, I have put on a few kilos. Like, I, I, I have. However, like, how many times have all of us, and that is all of us, looked through our, I don't know, it could be our Instagram or our Facebook or even just your, your, um, your camera roll, and you see pictures of yourself from a couple years ago, hell, even a few months ago, and uh, you've looked at yourself and gone, fuck, I looked all right there. But back in that in that moment, when you took that picture, you weren't even feeling yourself like that. Like you you weren't even getting your bussy wet like that. You was thinking shit like I'm not cute right now. Do you know what I mean? Like, oh, I got a tense bit. I got to do this with the, with the angle, with the picture. Like, like we are not content. But then we're looking at it now and we're going raw like. Looking like a right swipe on Tinder, you know, like looking good. And it, it, you need to stop lying. We need to stop lying to ourselves when we look in the mirror now and go, oh, you know, this COVID weight. Because I bet you, I bet you in a year or so's time, or maybe not even a year, but in the future, you'll look at a picture that you took around about these times where you're saying, right, I look like a whale, or I look too skinny, or I'm not that muscly, or wherever your, your concern is, and you'll be like, hmm, why the fuck was I driving myself up the wall for, for no reason? Like what? Why was that? Why was I? Why was I chatting shit to myself? Because I'm one that often would say like, if you chat shit to me, like I'm if if you chat shit to me, you're disrespecting me. I've got no respect for you. Why am I disrespecting myself by looking in the mirror and saying that I don't look alright? Why are you doing that? Why are you doing that? Because you already know. Like I asked you just a second ago, 
I said to you, have you ever looked in your camera roll or on your Instagrams and seen a picture where you think now that you look buff, but you know full well when you took that picture in that moment, you were not content. Now, I need you to look at the situation. Look at your look at this. <laughs> wow. Sorry. I get excited. And then I don't know. Man told me that I didn't have like uh, ADHD or anything like that when I was growing up, but I know there's something wrong. I really, it's not normal. Anyway, so I want you to apply that school of thought when looking at yourself in the mirror, okay? But when you look at your whole life in general, you know, when we're growing up as kids, even we can be like, oh, I hate my life and I hate my mum and dad, I hate my living, I want to do it. And now we look back at it as adults and go, rah, I wish I did not have EDF energy, EE, Sky, you know, all these other e fucking the gym, all these other people knocking on my door every month for bills. Like, I wish I could go back to when, when what? When you were telling yourself you hated your life, rah. We need to really stop lying to ourselves because the gag is people don't like us to be or not people, but society uh, doesn't really like us to be like happy. Like I feel like when you really think about it, when you say, oh, I'm doing this and this is really, really good or I'm feeling great. We feel like guilt, like we get guilt tripped into 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 thinking that, oh, just because I'm positive and content with where I'm at, I'm now a big head. Nah, fam. Or you're gloating. Sometimes be content and be okay with with what you're doing and how you look and how you feel. Like often people in this pandemic saying, "Oh, you know what? I'm I wanna I, I wanna change my career, or I wanna start eating different, or I wanna do this, or I don't know whether I'm happy with this person, or maybe I wanna do this." And we're saying, "Oh, this is such a shit time." Is it really? Because we've been given a, a obviously people are dying and whatever, and that's bad. But we're we're being afforded time to reflect on where we are in life as human beings as spiritual beings operating just trying to get to a happier place in life and we're be, we've been given this period to really assess without any pressure or a time limit because who the fuck knows when this bullshit is going to come to an end when we can where we, we we can just you know reflect on on who we are how we how we're doing and stuff like that. So when you say, oh, I'm a bit shit, this fucking pandemic. Yes, it's normally, it's, it's normally we can't go to a pub or a bar or whatever. But when you think about it, all these things are, it, all these things are really not that important in the grand scheme of your life. Like when you're on your deathbed or whatever, you're not going to be thinking, oh my God, you know, G-A-Y late was late. Was, was dope. Or on my days, yeah, I miss uh, tape London or wherever. Or clap them. Or, you're going to be thinking about times you were happy, your loved ones, you, the things that you did with your life, and that you were able to have fun. So I want us to stop lying to ourselves when we look in the mirror. Stop lying to yourself if you think, oh, I, if you've been trying to go at a career which your parents or your family or your friends like almost like forced, not forced you into, but made you think, oh, this is what you need to do. But you knew deep down like it never really made you happy. Babe, change, just change it. Just Go, go to UCAS. Do what you could. You're the captain of your ship and the ship is your life. Drive it, babe. Drive it. Um, so I want us all to stop. Right, sorry. I'm still recording in uh, my apartment because the studios are closed because of COVID. And if I'm, I'm not going to lie to myself and say, oh, I wish I was back in the studio. Because guess what? Motherfucker, I'm sat on my sofa in my boxers just moisturise my skin, just come out the shower, sat cross-legged, dick all hanging out, like, ball sack is just 
in my just not set good i could not be in in a cast in old street presenting myself like this recording a podcast it wouldn't work so even this i'm thinking raw like i'm happy anyway let me get back to the point don't lie to yourself um if you are not happy with something change it up stop saying stop projecting negative things onto you saying you feel shit about this saying you should feel um not content with certain things be okay with saying that raw i'm actually okay with how i look right now because like I said, look into your past pictures that you're going to be thinking, oh, you know, I wish I wish I looked like that again. So just stop lying to ourselves. Go after our truth, essentially. And be okay with being like, Raj, you know what? I'm good. It's not every day I'm depressed. It's not every day I'm tired. These are such go-to things where when you really think about it, bitch, I am rested. I am rested as fuck. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? So, yeah, that's my word of the week this week. It's, it's very varied. It's very varied. You might be thinking, well, I didn't really get it. Just go back to the beginning, listen to it again, and hopefully one thing of what I said will resonate with you. The long and the short of this word of the week is don't lie to yourself. Can I get an amen? Yes. Now stop lying to yourself. Live your truth and live your best life. Let's get on with the show. So let's get on with the show. It's now time for Melanin Magnificence. Um, for the first time uh, in Get the Bell history, I quickly want to like circle back, you know, to last week's Melanin Magnificence, who I gave to Joshua Beckford. Um, I'm not even going to tell you motherfuckers why I gave it to him. Uh, go back and to listen to the episode you get. Stop wasting everybody's time because every all, all the other people we know why. You know, you know. So basically, this 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 brother, yeah, he is now thirteen. So what I spoke about last week with him being, you know, six years old and doing whatever he did at the small age, at the small small age of being thirteen, he's only been a teenager for a year. About that, last year you were twelve, bruv. Do you get it? You were twelve last year. You've only been a teenager for. A year. He is now um, raising money to create his own school back in Nigeria because he wants to help enrich the um, the education over there and, you know, just do bits for his home country because it's going through the fucking wars right now. At, at 13. He could really be Melanin Magnificence again because I don't know what 13-year-old or what child has created a whole school. Let, not even in this country, but in another continent completely. Wow. Wow. Anyway, um, big up to you, Joshua Beckford, again. Uh, but this week's <laughs> Melanin Magnificence goes to a moral. Yes, it goes to a moral. Um, by the name of Billy Marsal. Let me get it up here. So Billy Marsal is a, a a model, a female model, model raw. Sorry, I don't know what's going on with me, guys. Um, so she's a female model who appeared this week, earlier this week, on PLT, Pretty Little Thing. Um, known for selling, you know, I think it's only girl stuff. Yeah. Girl stuff, um, you know, you can get you a cute little dress for like low price. It's like 
like ASOS, but for 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 females. Um, but yeah, anyway, she became she's celebrating becoming the first ever woman and black woman at that to be on the site modeling clothes in a hijab. In 2020, bits are happening. We're having some shit stuff, but we're having some good things. And um, I think this is amazing, you know. I know so many of my girlfriends that I know that be getting dresses and tops and God knows what else off of this site. Uh, and it just, you know, I really do believe that representation is so meaningful and impactful on a young person's life, even on an adult's life, to be fair. And so when going on these um, sites to purchase clothes that you essentially are going to wear it just helps to see someone that looks like you or that has the same beliefs as you on 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 the screen in these things so i think it's amazing um congratulations billy marcel on becoming the first hopefully you're going to be the first of many um and yeah just Congratulations to you, looking fuego. I saw on 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 the timeline, and she was just looking stunning with the hijab. I'm I'm a bit upset that they not that I was going to get it for me because that would be disrespectful for me to now go and buy a hijab because me I don't believe in those things there. But I feel like they should be selling them there. I feel like it's not every day you have to go to to I don't know where you get them because obviously it's not my ministry. But I feel like they should be. They should be able to buy them on there because they're not only a part of someone's religion and faith, but some of these girls be looking hella fashionable and they be having it matching the rest of their clothes. So maybe that's the next step. But congratulations on being the very first black woman, the very first woman in general on Pretty Little Thing to be wearing your hijab and your and yeah, and just looking beautiful in it um, to many, many more. To other companies, you know, Zara, to ASOS, following in your footsteps and doing real diversity and real inclusion because, you know, fuck anti-blackness and anything and fuck white supremacy. <laughs> so, yeah, congratulations to you, Billy Marshall. So let's get straight into the next segment, which is Miles Measures. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass!" So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. Here's a cool fact. A crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Another cool fact, you can get short-term health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans are designed for people who are between jobs, coming off their parents' plan, or turning a side hustle into a full-time gig. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. Get more cool facts about United Healthcare short-term plans at uh1.com. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. 
J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition smart bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com slash awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. Hmm, what shall I start with first, guys? Let's start with some... Let's start with some. Let's start with some sexuality shit. Some sexuality shit. You know, I love talking about sexuality, especially when it comes down to a, a black man, a black man and his sexuality, because it's always quite controversial. You know, they don't really like to speak about it. They like to speak about it in 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 riddles and things. And you know, it's always. <laughs> the the DLs that don't like to call themselves DLs, but I'm I'm even going on, on a tangent. That's a whole other conversation. But while we're there, let me just quickly just. Don't you find it ironic? I don't know about you, you, you all you guys, but have you ever asked a black man, "Are you out or are you DL?" I this is a quick public service announcement. If the answer is not yes, I'm out. Then all of the latter, to me, in my opinion, to me, to Miles, I'm not saying that this is facts. Because, you know, we live in a very nuanced world now. But to me, to Miles Anthony Uday Hart, if your answer is anything other than yes, then my nigga, to me, you are DL. Period. 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 I don't... All, you know, I don't like labels and Google, 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 all of the other things. That's all well and good. Own it. Like Stormzy said, own it. You do what you want to do. You wear that size eight Louboutin or whatever you, whatever size foot you are. But if the answer is not yes to you being out, then the answer ultimately is no. And you're a DL. Whether it's DL to one person, to your mama, to your homeboys, or to your girl. The answer is no, you are not out and you are DL. Anyway, speaking of men and their sexual ties, uh, Dalton Harris. Do you remember Dalton Harris? Um, he did, I think it was 2018. Oh, Lord God, I should have done my research. 2018, he was on X Factor. He was known for um, his amazing voice. And, you know, recently has been on the blogs where he's come out um, as pansexual. Our Jamaican brother uh, took to Instagram to let everybody know um, about his journey. Let me just read it direct, direct from the source. Um, so it says... So he like retweeted himself. Uh, the original tweet said the following. For the people thinking someone sharing their experience with suicide and choosing to fight and live is a bit is a bit attention. Is about attention. I don't know what he abbreviated about to ABT anyway. Uh, is about attention. It's sad that we have become so heartless and into social media that we can continue to destroy someone already destroy. Ooh. Anyway, to that he said, <laughs> to that he said, to those that sent their well wishes, thank you for everything. And to those that struggle, just fight. Even in your lowest moment, work on yourself. 
takes a lifetime. Just stick around as long as you can and I'm here to help as best I can. The next tweet uh, was for the people thinking someone showing... Oh, okay, so this is the original one. So for people... Oh, my God. I'm so sorry for this, guys. So for the people thinking someone sharing their experience with suicide and choosing to fight and live is about attention, it's said that we have become so heartless and into social media that we can continue to destroy someone already destroyed. But I will use my life as a lesson for others. And lastly, to those that are still attacking my sexuality, my privacy is my business. And whoever enters my bedroom will get there because of how I feel about them. <laughs> Sorry, I shouldn't be laughing. Um, any of the other physical checkpoints I should meet to make anyone accept me. My life is mine to live. Don't quite get that last bit, but that little bit about anyone who gets to my bedroom, you know, it made me laugh. Um... He then took to Instagram to say, Thank you for everything. I am growing. Opinions don't matter anymore. But you are welcomed to wasting yours. To uh, Passive aggressive. Uh, to anyone that struggles, I will be sharing how to get help in, the f in a few days. I will take a break to focus on my recovery and healing and be with the people who love me. Privacy and honesty are different things, and no one is entitled to me. Okay, me's in capitals, by the way. I will never ask for acceptance from anyone that struggles to accept me in the slightest bit. That is done and over with. Lastly, now this is the bit where I gagged, ladies and gentlemen, and non-binaries. Lastly, to the boys with fragile egos, I am a top. And he put that in capitals as well. I am a T-O-P. I am a top to you and your girlfriend or non-binary partner with the, you know, the little emoji uh, where you, your hands are up in the air like you don't know what's going on. Like, uh, uh, uh. So that's what our guy wanted to say. So according to gaytimes.co.uk they are translating that to meaning he's pansexual which i'm guessing it is because if you buy it, it's just women and men but not non-binaries i need someone to come on this show and, and really explain to us all these labels because can you keep up no i can't yeah I, 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 I can't so he likes everybody. He likes everybody and everything. And like he said before, those that get, uh, get to go into his bedroom, you know, he is the one deciding why and how and blah, 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 blah. Uh, to go back on what I... Firstly, I want to actually start by saying, you know what, he originally did a post where he's talking about suicide. So obviously it's disgusting that anyone should feel like they need to end their own life. I don't know what it is that brought it on, like, and it doesn't matter what it is. My thoughts are with, well, my thoughts are with him and I'm glad from the signs of it that he's now overcome that and he's now able to help people to... um surpass that feeling of wanting to end your life which I'm so here for I'm so glad that he's doing that I do feel like these suicidal thoughts that he had were maybe taken 
from or due to the fact that he might have faced homophobia, you know, um, and as a black man, especially a Jamaican black man, in the public eye, I know a lot of them have to shy away or they feel they have to or sometimes feel the need to shy away. I want to go back to the word of the week, guys. Um, you know, stop lying to yourself. Uh, and because otherwise it can really make it can destroy you. You know, it really can destroy you. Um, so, yeah, he has finally, you know with his chest said that he will top you your girlfriend your non-binary partner and anyone so i I take it he doesn't borrow him ever i take it he's not a bottom um but you know tops they're always you know labels are only labels until they're not girl (laughs) but yes um i would like to be the first to in the same way a guy publicly uh, became a part of the LG Alphabet Zoo community. I would like to be the first to welcome you, welcome, welcome you into this, into this shit show. No, I'm joking. No, <laughs> into a community that I am very, very proud to be a part of. I can't lie, and I feel like now that you've actually done this, babe, I feel like your music will take a a leap. Uh, and just catapult into somewhere way more authentic and way more truthful. Um, and so will you and the and the and the burden of having to pretend like you're not. And now you'll just be able to run up in freedom with with any any boy, any gal, any non-binary, and you can wind your little Jamaican waist up and just enjoy. Obviously, winding in the seat because COVID and you can't be standing up, babe. But like you can really start living your truth. And now we might even hear your songs on the radio. Cause I don't know, like I I I didn't didn't really hear the things, you know. I didn't really hear the things, but maybe now, yeah, like we're gonna hear the things. I know you've got an amazing voice. I, I, I know a couple of my friends know uh, know this guy, and you know, did X Factor with him, and that he voice of gold, like real nice things. Um, so I'm very very glad that you managed to overcome these this dark time that you were facing. I'm glad that you found the courage because it it is very brave, especially for a black man, Caribbean at that, in the public eye, to be open about his sexuality. So a big round of applause to you. Uh, I hope many of the others, including Fredo, can take a leap in your um uh a leaf out of your book, and can all they can all the all the gays and girls and all the alphabets zoo community that are on the dl that have another answer other than yes or to being out they can now come out and just flourish with their queer ass i love it i'm so here for it i'm so here for it um what else so this week i found out also that one of my favorite halloween movies is like coming back but not like a not like a remake but like a one night special kind of thing. So um, growing up, I fucking loved anything to do with witches. Uh, I spoke, I think it was last week or the week before, I can't remember, about the witches being redone, which I'm so here for. But my other fave, my other fave, 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 fave is, of course, Hocus Pocus. Uh, There has been many rumours over the past few years that, you know, the Sanderson sisters are going to be coming back and they're going to film a Hocus Pocus 2. 
that's not what's happening. However, Bette Midler um, did take to Instagram with a picture of her and the other two girls um, in front of a green screen. Uh, and she captioned it, your three fave witches, Sarah Jessica Parker and Kathy Najimi and me are returning for one night only on the 30th of October at 8 p.m. Eastern Eastern time. Um, it is a show called In Search of the Sanderson Sisters. Uh, she went on to say that it's the best thing to happen to Halloween since Hocus Pocus plus the Reese's Pieces. <laughs> yes. I love me a chocolate nut. Ooh. <laughs> Oh, awful, awful, awful. I love Reese's Pieces, I can't lie. Get your tickets now, link in the bio, and support NYRP. Now, NRYP is indeed a charity. Um, uh, and the proceeds from this, NYRP, by the way, is the New York Restoration Project. Now, all the proceeds from this will be dedicated to creating more green space for undeserved communities to grow their own food, connect and access safe spaces directly in their neighborhood, which is really, 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 really good. You know, I'm here for it. Not only do we get to gag and like see the three witches and just do nice things with them but also do our bit for charity so hopefully we can stream it from the uk because i'll be pissed if we can't we thank god for vpn but yeah that was just one of my favorite films and it's really odd because growing up in a black household like my parents used to be like really like they used to be really picky choosy at times of like some witchcraft stuff they'd be like nah not in this christian house you don't that is the devil this is this this is that but Oh, beg your pardon. But then other times, they were they were here for it. Like, they let me watch Harry Potter. You know, they encouraged it at times. Um, we were able to watch Hocus Pocus, like, especially around Halloween. But then I do remember later on in my later years as a child, Halloween did become a bit of a taboo. At the beginning, it was like, yeah, yeah, yeah. But then they, like, it's almost like they... They got a bit woke and we're like, nah, this is this pagan holiday. We're not inviting these spirits. And we used to have to really beg and forth and be like, please, we've been doing Halloween for years. Please, can we just now enjoy? I don't know. Because I got some friends who Halloween was just a no go all their lives. So at least I had the first couple of years of freedom and then it was, we had to fight for it, like Cheryl Cole. We gotta fight, 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 fight. But yeah. I did love Hocus Pocus. What was you guys' favorite like Halloween movie? And were you allowed to? Were you guys allowed to do Hall Halloween things? I'm specifically speaking to my black people. Like, were you allowed? Was it welcomed in your households? And if so, are you like Caribbean or are you like mixed or are you like African? Like, what are we saying? But yeah, I fucking love that movie. I even remember the spell when they turned that boy into a cat. Are you ready? If you know it, do it with me. Five, six, seven, and twist the bones and then the back. He used to can trim him of his baby fat. He used to can give him fur black as black, just like this. <laughs> I loved it. I fucking loved it. Oh. They looked to me, and and when they was and when they was being bun up in in when they went to go and find the book, or the boy that had their book, the the group of them, and they were put into the they chased them into the school library, and they tricked them into going into the 
into the furnace and then they burn them and they burn them whilst playing a cassette tape where they were like learning that the cassette tape was speaking in French to like teach you French. It was like, wow, Miles, use your fucking words. So it was a tape. It was a cassette tape that helped you learn French. And they were listening to this whilst being cremated. And it was, I just, oh, it was so funny. Like when they came out, fucking Win, Win, Winfred, Winifred was just like, I want my book. Je voudrais mon livre. <laughs> like, oh, it's not really as funny when you say it now, but fuck it. I'm going to watch. I'm going to watch that. Maybe, maybe, maybe even tonight. We'll see. We'll see. I've not got work in the morning, so. But yeah, if you're a fan of those kind of things, do tune into it because it was a vibe. So you would have seen on uh, your boy's Instagram this week that I watched the film Rocks. Uh, now, Rocks was released officially in 2019 and was originally premiered in the 2019 Toronto International Film Festival. Um, and it got some really good feedback, really, really good feedback. Uh, it's a black film based in London, uh, centred around uh, young girls aged 15 with the protagonist, the main character, being Alu Shola, or Shola, who is known as Rox, and her little brother, Emmanuel. Uh, I just want to say, just at that, that the acting from these children surpasses some of the acting that I've seen on West End stages by full-grown 30-plus actors, like... These kids, like when watching this film, it was almost at times like it wasn't watching a film, but like a documentary while I was watching it like in real life. Like I want to like, so Rox is played by a girl by the name of Bookie Bucray and her brother Emmanuel is played by a little boy called D'Angelo. I don't know how old he is, but in the film, I think he's like seven or eight. Let me just say D'Angelo's acting surpasses my talents by leaps and bounds like he's coming for my jobs like I know this uh bookie as well shit like the the the, the even the two of you let alone like all of um bookie's or not bookie's friends but Rox's friends in the show in the film sorry their acting is just fucking impeccable not once did I think oh this is poor acting or this is really bad or like oh these are kids it was so incredibly believable so just hats off uh amazing showcase amazing showcase of new talent um and it j just beautiful to see like it just rang true so much of it rang true um, but yeah, so the film is about a young black girl who is mixed Nigerian and Jamaican. Uh, the, oh, by the way, the film is actually written by an up and coming, well, up and coming. She made this. Are you mad? She's a writer, uh, Nigerian British writer, Teresa Ikoku, and also assisted with Claire Wilson. Big up to you both for creating this amazing piece. It basically, uh, talks about this girl who lives with her mother and her brother, you know, doing normal, like, 15-year-old East London girl things. Like, she is into her makeup, she's on Instagram, she kikis with her bestie. Um, however, we learn in the show, by the way, this is a spoiler alert, spoiler alert, that her mother suffers from 
depression, uh, mental health problems and has a tendency to just leave and leaving the kids to fend for themselves. So early on in, in this, you see Shola rocks get a note from her mum and it's basically saying, I've needed to go and clear my head. There's some money for your food and groceries and the electric. Nowhere near enough to see them through the week, but here it is. And yeah, I'll be back. And you just go on a journey um, with Rox and her brother from then on. And many of the things that I picked up on was just, just the strength that some that many black girls in a household have to face. You know, I've grown up with, uh, I've grown up around black women all my life. And to see this young girl take on the role of not just older sister, confidant, friend, therapist almost for her brother, but she often has to take on the role of mother. Um, I've not had to see that directly in my family, but I did hear many stories um, especially from my mum and my aunties. Uh, my nan never used to pack up and leave, but, you know, she was a single mother in Bristol who didn't have anyone to help her. So she was working about 50, 11 different fucking jobs. So was literally always out. So my aunts used to tell me, especially my auntie Anita would tell me, you know, I was, I was mum. And my mum used to say, you know, your auntie Anita was my mum. Like our actual mum was, always out working to put food on the table so like i i i've seen i've i've heard uh from my family where black women have had to undertake that role and this girl does it so eloquently and i think it actually speaks volumes because you know there we already have this thing in society where you know black women are strong and they're like superhuman and 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 they're not like yes they are to a certain extent in the terms of their capabilities and their magnificence and whatnot and the fact that I just trust them with my life but like I feel like it's also quite dangerous to keep on saying this because this is why we have problems in hospitals where, you know, if, if black women aren't crying and like literally bleeding out and dying, then they don't really get the help that they deserve. And like, you know, we've, we even, even quite recently in like entertainment um, news, we've had Megan Thee Stallion be shot in the foot and we've still got people saying, well, what does she do? Well, well, she's okay. Well, she's still dancing and like, blah, 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 blah. And it's just like, rah, like th this is a human being. Like, I feel like if it was a white woman going through some of the things that black women went through on a day-to-day -day basis, the reception and the reaction from people and onlookers would be completely different. Anyway, I digress. This young girl, um, 15, is looking after her brother doing everything she can to not only care for herself, but predominantly you see her caring for her brother, assuming this role as a mother, as a carer, ensuring that he feels happy as much as he can while still keeping him together, you know, like parenting him essentially, cooking, finding places to live while still going to school and trying to act like normal. Um, and again, it just speaks volumes to the level of strength that black women innately have inside them and unfortunately are often forced to tap into. Um, but it was beautiful to see. There was one one scene where throughout the film we've 
we get led up to the point where social services get involved. Obviously, um, she's not living with the mum's disappeared. So she's doing everything she can to keep not only keep this, the family together, but also not catch too much attention. Uh, unfortunately, that they do get tipped off the social services, and straight away she's in defense mode. Like she's like, "Okay, we can't stay here anymore." And the amount of intelligence that this young girl was perpetuating was fucking wild. And again, that resonated with me so much because, as some of you that know me, um, I moved to London by myself at the age of fifteen. So straight away, it rang so incredibly true to me because I've been in that situation where literally, not necessarily that I didn't, I've been in a situation where at 16, I didn't have somewhere to live and I didn't have to look after anyone. It was just myself, but I didn't have anywhere to stay and I was having to go into school and it was a bit bait, really, but I was having to take, like, black bags in school. And some of the teachers, my obviously, like, a couple of my friends knew, but not many of them did. But, like, the teacher would be like, oh, so why, why are you bringing in all of these black bags? I was like, oh, I'm just moving, you know, I'm just just moving. Like, don't really need to ask me questions. Cheers, miss. Um, so it really rang true to me and hit home and struck a chord when she was having to go into school, act normal, but, but function on so many different levels in order to like navigate life while surviving and I was just like she's executing this amazingly because it was so possible for me at times to be in school and act like nothing was wrong and I just think it's or like that nothing was up and I think it's amazing so even now people will be like oh how did you do that and I'm like well you you just did it and that's what she did it, the the acting of it and the portrayal of it wasn't over the top it wasn't over drama, um, over dramatized. It was just so on fucking point. Um, another thing which does happen, unfortunately, in the show, in the why the fuck do I keep on saying show? In the film is when uh, she goes to stay with a friend because she does she ran out of money because she didn't want to go back to her house because the social workers kept on coming there. So she ran out of money, so couldn't afford a hotel or a hostel or anything like that. So she went to go and stay with one of her friends. And her friend did the right thing. Now, she did the right thing and said, you know, you need help. We're going to call the social services. However, I was it was so bittersweet because I was like, oh, she's really out here. Like, she's managing to do it. And, like, me... Me being me, I'm like, and being some in, a, in having been in a similar situation, I was like, oh, we could have done it. Like, she could have done it. But also on the flip side, I really know that she is a 15-year-old girl looking after her little brother. She needs uh, assistance. Um, and unfortunately, you see this scene where the, where the social workers come and unfortunately take the little brother and separate the brother from the daughter now that is from the rock sorry her the brother the, the brother and sister that scene for me was just oof i got wet eyed i can't lie um even having had situations myself with social services i've never had like i was the one that was like taken away from never that dramatic, but like I was taken away from my family, like on respite care. Um, 
And I know that the disdain that I had of being involved with the social services, and I feel like a lot, there's a lot of shame. There's a lot of shame in, especially Nigerian families uh, and, and in ethnic households in general, when you have, you know, a relationship or you have to get an outside entity involved into the home, especially if it's of the government or, or a, an external, like, official body. Like, the church, fine. Family and friends, fine. But you're getting social services or you're going to the council. Again, I've had my own thing with that where I was cussed out, where I, I had to go to the to the council myself and, you know, that was shame. So I know in this scene when 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 the social services took the little girl, the little boy put him in the car and she was banging on the door i know i could see it running through her head like everything it wasn't just fuck they've taken my brother it's fuck this is now shame when my mum gets back she's going to cuss me like she's going to cuss me also my brother who's going to look after him like i i could just see so much and i was just like oh Oh my God, it was taxing. It was taxing emotionally. Um, but again, all the actors and actresses, especially the little Emmanuel, like killed, killed, killed it. Um, and yeah, I don't want to, I could literally talk about it for so long, but basically I think this is a beautiful film. It's a beautiful film. I wish there was more joy, but sometimes, you know, that is literally how, you know, the Marks and Spencer's cookie crumble. That's literally how it goes. Not every day is it smiles, smiles, smiles. Like sometimes like life is just tough and it's hard. And I feel like it shines a real light on what many young black kids have to go through every day. And they won't talk about it because of shame from the family, because of embarrassment, because of being already we're ostracized in school, being black. So now to go into school... And have to be like, oh yeah, like my, my, my family moved a bit mad. My mum suffers from depression. I have to look after my brother sometimes. Like, oh, it just covers so many, so many um, good topics which need to be discussed and need to be brought to the forefront so that more people can understand that, rah, you know, like these little black kids and black boys and girls that come into school and maybe, you know, in a strop or might be like sleeping at the back of class is not just because they're fucking wayward or they're animals or nothing. It's because they're human beings like anyone else, except for, you know, we can't just be open and honest about it because we get trained to, you know, be quiet, keep things in the home, don't speak our business out. Like, I don't know about any of you guys, but when you would go to school or even if you go to a family's house or, or anything, like anything that happened in the household, you, that it stays here. It stays in the household. So I, I was automatically installed with this kind of fear that if I ever spoke about any of the wrong th things that... <laughs> weren't necessarily healthy that were happening in in my household i i couldn't do it i couldn't do it and and one time one time i did one time i did and you know that was when the social services ended up getting involved and it was a very 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 traumatic experience for me so yeah i i loved this show i feel like it highlights many different topics i don't want to give it all away um Props to all of the actors. Um, I think they all did an amazing job. Um, further, looking further more than just the story, but actually what this film means in like society. Like this is a film that was written by a black British 
woman of Nigerian descent, uh, starring 80%, I think, the, of the cast were young black talents, um, all British, um, from Muslims to Somalians to black Caribbean, African. It was amazing to see. I definitely feel like this film deserves, you know, to be in the cinemas and to get more recognition. You know, I did a little bit of a Google and there's there's a few bits and bobs on it, but I definitely feel like it hasn't got its flowers. The, the writing, impeccable. The acting, I, d I did some research and a lot of it was actually born off the back of many workshops and improvisation. And that breathes through the 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 film like it it doesn't have a rehearsed feel to it it feels natural like I said earlier it feels like I was watching watching like a documentary uh so the talent and the skill from these young performers to be doing that at that small small age like <laughs> amazing like you connected with me I'm a professional actor and you had me thinking about shit that I went through in my childhood and technically some of the stuff that I'm still like having to like go through now and I just think wow I can't wait to see what else you guys do so if you do get a chance please go and support this you know we're out here saying support black businesses support black creatives and whatever support these young black actors support this black director not black director support the black um playwright and support this film because not only is it relatable as a British person but as a black British person who grew up, me personally, partially in London, like, I see it all down to the bants on the bus. Like, it's so authentic and it's beautiful. Like, it's it's stunning. Obviously, things are a little bit different. Like, when I was growing up, I had a little shitty Sony Ericsson and we didn't know Instagram. But even to see these girls hustle, like, this girl, this girl is good at makeup. She's got her own this you see black women i just cannot she's already got her uh instagram set up where she's got a business like doing makeup like that entrepreneurship is already there you see, just amazing just amazing just really nice things like i like to say it is just really nice things so please go and watch this on netflix and when you're watching it at them they are on instagram it's at rocks film it will come up automatically but this show deserves all of the streams it deserves to be spoken about the actors and actresses absolutely phenomenal amazing writing amazing amazingly shot it gave me the feels i don't want to spoil it but i could have done with a better ending ending but like i said it's not every day smile smile smiles but it was it was beautiful and yeah i loved it i loved it i'm gonna watch it again um yeah <laughs> so that's my little my, my little two cents on that what do we have next? Um, oh, okay. So I was going to give him the belt, but I'm not going to. So 50 Cent um, apparently took to Instagram to say he will be voting for Donald Trump. Um, and of course, this is... Ugh, this man. Of course, this is all because of money. So um, Joe Biden tweeted that or, like, put out his release about what he intends to do with tax over in America. Cut a long story short, he was going to tax the rich more, being people earning over $400,000 a year, which is quite a bit of money, you know. That's nearly half a million every year. So, yeah. Uh, taxes as high as 62%. Um, 
and those on lower incomes would be looking at a tax decrease. Um, yeah, 50 Cent then took to, to the internet to just be like, you know, what the fuck? Um, his exact comment was, what the fuck? Vote for Trump. Um, I'm, I'm, what did he, he said? I'm out fucking New York. The Knicks never win and anyway i don't care trump doesn't like black people 62 percent. are you out of your fucking mind um <sighs> donald trump doesn't care if black people die so like if you were to die which looking at the statistics over there in the states uh mr 50 cent um mr 50 pence you could die. So that that 62 uh, percentage of your money that you're getting, which you're already estimated to be worth over 30 million. So you're getting quite a few of that. You're getting quite a few million a year. Uh, if you're now dead, can you tell me what the use is in you being taxed or not? Hmm? Hmm. Hmm, you know, like, he doesn't care if you get shot uh, by the police. Um, in fact, he's actually branding people that are fighting for you not to be shot as thugs and criminals. So he's actually very for it, to be honest. Um, doesn't believe in Black Lives Mattering, but yet you will vote for him to run the country just because you would rather save a few dollars at the expense of an entire nation having to undergo the wrath of a complete racist bigot who endorses and is trying his very fucking hardest to uphold white supremacy. Fam, are you okay? Are you okay? Just because I don't, just because you want to keep your money. Have you not got enough? Have you not got enough? Rah. Uh, but yeah, he's a complete dickhead, a complete dickhead. But 50 joins other stars such as fucking Kid Rock, Kirstie Alley and Roseanne Barr that were out here like, oh yeah, this vote for Donald Trump. So <laughs> I don't even watch Power. I fell off that motherfucking shit a while back. So if you guys want to continue to support a guy that is supporting Donald Trump, make sure you tune into um, the latest episode of Power, I guess, whenever that airs wherever you watch it <laughs> but i will not be tuning in um next up we have for the first time ever in the uk big up to all my jamaicans out there that listen to this oh, sorry the ghetto again um the jamaica national group you'll be aware of them um they have been around for like over 130 years based in the caribbean they work in the u.s they work in canada and in in the uk um uh providing financial links for many different people but of course mainly caribbean communities in those territories they've finally been they've passed like the what's the fucking word i'm using for the oh my god am i okay they've right so they've been awarded a full banking license by the prudential regulation authority in december of nine of 2019 meaning that they are a fully fledged bank 
in the UK. And this makes them the first ever Caribbean bank to be operating fully functionally in the UK, which I think is like dope. Come on, JN Bank. So it launched um, predominantly online, especially obviously considering the climate. Um, they're obviously be providing personal banking, business banking, loans, savings, all of that jazz. Um, however, late, it, further down the line, they will be opening up a branch and they're going to be having that branch in South London, Brixton. Boop, boop, boop. I think that's amazing. Um, I mean, like, I'm not Jamaican by blood. Got very, I've been to Jamaica loads of times, got Jamaican family. Um, raised around them, raised around them. But... I'm going to go support this and get me a little savings account, you know, even if it's a small, small 20 pounds I put in there a month until I have Pitney and then I could just give it to them. That'd be nice things. Uh, yeah, so go and check them out. Follow them on Insta if you want to and, you know, do some do some nice things and invest in this in this black business, in this black bank, this Jamaican black bank. Um, what else this week? Oh, yeah, it was room, not rumoured, but Nicki Minaj confirmed that her baby is a boy. I hope it's a gay boy. I really do hope it's a gay boy because I feel like they'll just get on so well. He'll be knowing all of his mama's raps, like even like, you know, just here for all the freestyles and the verses. I feel like he'll make brilliant um, features in her songs when she's back on stage and on tour. I feel like he'll become making appearances. Uh, her own little Roman. I don't even know what the child's name is yet, but eh, we move. Um, what else? What else? What else? That's my belt. We've spoken about that. I'm trying to think what else has happened like this week that I really, really wanted to cover. Oh, Ivy Park. So Beyonce in. Took to her Instagram earlier on this week. Completely stopped me in my tracks. She posted up a cute little picture of like some flowers. It was just a field um, with a nice little sunset in at the back. Um, and some mounting, some orange flowers. And it just said, this is my park. And it says, drip to October the 30th. I'm presuming she means drop. I don't know. Or just another drip. So like some more nice things close. And they'll be coming on the 30th of this month. Which I'm here for. You know me. Oh, Okay, 17 minutes ago, bitch. I'm looking at my phone right now. Adidas, Ivy Park. Another drop I can see. Dro oh my God, today. I can see jewellery. I can see glasses. Oh, yes. Bitch. Okay. Go to your Instagrams. Yeah, ooh, let me turn this off. I'm being unprofessional now. But yeah, go to your Instagrams. Because Beyonce is coming. Oh, we love it. I want I want I want it all. I want it all. Um where else? Where else? Where else? Oh, CBBs. So for those UK listeners, uh BBC obviously have their little children's program or their children's channel called CBBs. It absolutely cracked me up. So basically, the presenter by the name of Ben Kaji. So he was basically praised for discussions he was having on there about being mixed raced. I'd like to play it for you because I actually not only did I like it, like, and I feel like it is needed, but I also find it fucking hilarious. Um, but yeah, let me play it for you now. 
friends for a really, really long time. So I thought to tell you a little bit about me and my family. My mum is called Fiona and she was born near Coventry and she is white. My dad is called Jacob. He was born in London and he is black. Now, as you know, my name is Benjamin, but pretty much everyone calls me Ben. I was born in Ipswich and I'm mixed race and I'm really, really proud of that. Now, there are loads of things I get from my dad, like supporting West Ham United Football Club, my dark and curly hair when it gets longer, and a really bendy toe. And there are other things that I get from my mum, like my love of music, the fact I'm always on time, and something you might know, my smile. Sometimes people have been unkind about what I look like and the colour of my skin, but I try and forget about those people and instead focus on the people who were there for me and who supported me. They just liked me for being... I quickly want to stop him right there. To anyone listen, that's the wrong message. Don't forget about those people that are cut, that are making you feel bad for the colour of your skin. Cuss them out and let them know that they get on sunbeds every other week to try and replicate what God gave you naturally. Don't forget about them. Nah, uh Mm -mm. Tell them to listen to the show. How about that? Anyway, continue, Ben. And they were my friends. And I think at the moment it's really important to be kind because you never know. You might just make someone's day. Thank you so much for being my friend. And I'll see you soon. Come on, Ben! About you're always on time and you get that from your white mama. I. <laughs> Oh my God. So let me tell you the story. So me and my brethren, we was watching that. And when I say the way we both cracked up, I cannot believe it. Obviously, I know that the, the racists watching that would be like, yeah, because black people, whatever, whatever, whatever. Fuck them. Fuck them. Fuck you. Fuck you. Fuck you. But I can't lie. It was funny, though. I thought, oh my God, that is hilarious. Hilarious. Uh, that is so good. But yeah, I thought, well done for you, Ben, for... For coming up and, and speaking up about being mixed raced, about being mixed raced and, and, and things like that. I felt like he could he could have said a bit more about what he got from his dad other than his bended toe. At least mention the all-purpose seasoning. At least mention the Maggie. At least mention, you know, the way your hips... Maybe he didn't inherit that because, you know, we can't, we can't continue these false myths about black people. One of them is that we're always like, because my my best mate James is always on time. He's a shanty, always there when I call, always on time. Just like a shanty, always on time. You know, not all of us are Lauren Hills. Not all of us. It's not surprising when we are. However, there are people out there of Black heritage who are early. You know, um, but yeah, that did make me laugh. I wanted to just like give him his props and just discuss that with you guys because I feel like these conversations are needed and again on CBBs so obviously it's going to be young kids young kids being shown from early it's okay to talk about race and to say rah my hair is thick and curly and I'm I'm, I'm x y and z so I'm here for it I'm here for it and I think that was it for this week's Miles Measures So it's now, it's now time for Get the Belt. This week, my belt goes to Miss Ginger. Yeah, it goes to Miss Ginger. Now, Miss Ginger is a head teacher of a school uh, in, I think it was, not Ipswich. 
that's where Ben was from. I'm getting confused. So it is a school um, in Harrow in Essex um, called Stewards Academy. Now, for Black History Month, some people's made a poster. You know, it was it was a cute little poster that they made. Uh, it said Black History Month. In red, yellow, and then green. It had, you know, the little fist that you've got raised up. And then underneath there, it would, it says, Our lives begin to end the day we become silent about things that matter. And that is a quote by Martin Luther King Jr. That's literally all that's on there. Black History Month, the quote, and then this fist. Mrs. Ginger came with her thin lips, her unseasoned food, yeah, and her most likely dirty legs, and said that is aggressive and offensive to white people. Yeah. Aggressive and offensive to white people. Um, do you know what is offensive to me? You saying that the medium spicy Nando's is too hot. Do you know what else is offensive to me? You telling me that my skin colour is dirty, but yet you let the water trickle down from your head and shoulder shampoo, just skirth past your, the skin on your legs and you call that clean. Do you know what else is offensive to me? That for some reason you do beans and beans on toast and, and, plain, and plain fucking foods, but yet your farts smell like death.com. Yeah? Miss Ginger, how... How the fuck is that offensive to white people? Because of the fist. She highlighted the fist. And it's a bit much. And it's been used for many different things that could be troublesome. Are you fucking dumb? There was nothing on that poster that was offensive to anyone. Especially white people. And if you are if a white person is offended then that, by that, it's most probably because they're fucking racist, Miss Ginger. Which is probably what you are. Do you know what I mean? Are you fucking mad in a whole Black History Month? It just said Black History Month, a nice little quote. Do you know what do you know what those kids kids could have done? They could have been real to the point and not made it palatable for you. Because if anything, I think that was a real gentle fucking poster, bitch. I think that was a very gentle poster. Because how about we have black people that were that were hanging from trees? And then we put underneath, this is what was done to us by white people. Hmm. Accurate. Hmm. True. Hmm. Is that offensive? Is that offensive? That's a bit more aggressive. Still accurate. Still honest. Still rings very true. But nah, these kids literally just did a cute, cute little Black History Month, cute little Martin Luther King quote, okay, telling us that we shouldn't remain silent. And do you want to know what the, 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 the caucasity behind this is? Is the literal one message that they decided to put on this, which isn't even specific to racism. That not, your life ending uh, starts when you begin to be silenced. That could apply to a plethora of things. That could be down to sexism, racism, homophobia. It could be down to absolutely any goddamn thing. But in this instance, it's speaking directly about race. Black History Month all of the above, then you come, okay, with your L'Oreal using ass and tell these boys that that is aggressive and that it's offensive to white people, essentially silencing them. 
Are you dumb when the comment on there, the, the whole quote from Martin Luther King Jr. is about not being silenced. And these boys do a nice fucking poster where it's not even in your face, in your face, brutal, honest, like that. Look at the way Britain fucking wants to stop people from smoking because it's harmful, because it kills. And the, the imagery that they use on the on fucking cigarettes. That's, offens that's offensive to everybody, bitch. But at the end of the day, smoking kills. And guess what? Racism kills. Racism kills every fucking day. But, and illegally so, okay? People out here getting shot by police, not just in America, but in the UK too. Okay, how about we put up ima real imagery that is uh, offensive then to prevent us from being killed? Mad, mad. And you're a whole head teacher. You're a whole head teacher. Oh, my God. This is why, God forbid, if I ever have kids, I am vet. I you want to interview my kids, bitch. I'm interviewing every single motherfucking teacher in that bitch. Are you dumb? Are you dumb? Dumb. I need to speak to the head teacher. I need to speak to all of them. All of them. And the fact that you're at the top of the, of, of, of the you're the head teacher. So you probably are favoring and encouraging your your the teachers that teach beneath you to speak the same and to do the same kind of things. Nah, fam. That is fucking mad. Uh, my belt this week goes to Miss Granger. To Miss <laughs> Miss Granger. My belt goes this week to Miss Ginger. <laughs> I hope Miss Ginger fucking gets fired. I really do. Um, she should, in fact, step down. It shouldn't even get to the point where you're fighting for your job because you should not, with you even saying things like that, literally perpetuating racism and, and upholding white supremacy. It really is. Trying to use your white fragility to stop these young boys from expressing their, th themselves and celebrating their history. And they were even doing it the nicest, most palatable way possible but still you find it offensive and try to fucking silence them how fucking dare you step the fuck down let someone else take that job someone that will encourage this because this is wild behavior may you i want you to sit on, on i want you to sit to remove your your probably really unsexy underwear you've got on and i want you to go to to your fucking local market support black business buy some scotch bonnets from the local auntie and i want you to sit on that scotch bonnet and that same heat that you feel on your pum pum or your anus bitch that i would like you to identify as offensive that i would like you to identify as aggressive that is aggressive that heat that you feel that burning sensation that is what aggressive is not the fucking poster bitch leave them alone how dare you be at the top of uh, uh, at the top of a school oh my god miss ginger you get the belt Thank you so much, guys, for listening to this week's episode. I had a good little time. You know, at the top of this, at the top of this episode, I said I was sat cross-legged on my sofa. You better believe I'm laying down on my back, legs spread out, spread out, just just doing enjoyment, just living my best life. Um, thank you so much for listening. Um. Thank you so much to those that have ordered uh, some nice things, hoodies and Melanin Magnificence hoodies. I'm so sorry, it's been a bit of a mad week. Um, I run everything myself and I've not had the time to get to the post office, but I'm going to be doing that tomorrow. So they should be with you by the end of the week. Um, thank you so much for supporting, it means a lot. 
when you get them please take some pictures and like tag us so i can like see and we share we post and all of that um again if you have any um suggestions for melanin magnificence please do let the show know and if you want to give someone the pussy clap bell then do ring in the show and let us know also before i go i would like to say melissa uh being melissa War- melissa's wardrobe um we hate you you're making us spend way too much money um why am i now buying my second mac and cheese from from fucking marks and spencers i've been saying i'm trying to eat well and you've really got me out here buying meals from marks and spencers i don't have money all like this at these times i'm really trying to do save my money but you've got me out here spending three pounds sixty a go on this extra creamy extra this extra calorific fucking mac and cheese because it tastes buff look at the power of a black woman Get, got me going against all of my uh, all my own will i'm trying to be out here eat lettuce and tuna and you've got me doing real our very best mac and cheese what the fuck <sighs> let me spray let me even go and spray my fucking red temptation now to make me feel better <laughs> But for real though, big up you, you're, 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 a, you're a fucking legend. I remember reaching out to Melissa a couple years back when my cousin, Style Idealist, uh, you know, um, faced some racist um, comments uh, when working with a brand, uh, New Look, and no one came to her age. You know, these comments were on New Look's page and they saw it, they were there for like over a day. People calling my cousin a monkey, like being like taking the fucking piss. And it took me listening to my cousin cry, cry, cry. I was like, how can I help? How can I help? So I just sent Melissa a little poster. We didn't even, I've still not met Melissa now to this day, to be fair, but I didn't really know who she was. I just knew that it was a blogger that my cousin looked up to, um, reached out to her amongst other people, but she was one of the people that I reached out to explain the situation. And my girl responded, um, liked the comment, followed my cousin, sent her a fucking gift pack tweeted about it helped the ting so like i know that she's i know that she's a fucking g so i just need you to start posting you know like salads and like cheap ones um <laughs> ones that will help me get to where i want to be in my body yeah uh that would be great that'd be really great <laughs> anyway big love for you uh melissa go follow her she's fucking bad um but yeah that is it for this week um Thank you again so much for listening, guys. Uh, one last little thing that if you saw my Instagram the other day, I they've, in the UK they've got this advert where it's this black boy and this white boy and they're sat like a, like a meter or two meters apart and they're playing what looks like an Xbox or some game console, and it says, "I'm saving some space, so I'm protecting my nan." Bitch, I read that as man. And I know all of you motherfuckers do. You, Everyone is reading it as man. Let's not lie. Let's not tell lies. Because you all been responding saying that you read it the same way. Protect your man. Protect your Oyimbo king, man. Protect your Oyimbo king. Yes. Protect him. Anyway. <laughs> On that note, have an amazing week. Remember the word of the week is... Don't lie to yourself. Stop lying to yourself. Let's have, let's be honest with ourselves, yeah? Um, yeah, thanks so much. I've been your host, Miles, and you have been listening to Get to the Belt.
Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. How would you like to look five years younger? In a clinical study, people that had volume added with Juvederm Voluma XC in the cheeks perceived themselves as looking five years younger at six months after treatment. Look younger, feel like you. Add volume for lift and contour in the cheeks with Juvederm Voluma XC. Reverse signs of aging by adding volume to smooth laugh lines with Juvederm Volure XC. For important safety information and to find a licensed specialist, visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Not for people with severe allergic reactions, allergies to lidocaine, or the proteins used in Juvederm. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. There's a risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. Talk to a licensed specialist to find out if it's right for you.